Trana, and this is High School Musical, the musical, the series, the podcast, a discussion and recap podcast about the Disney Plus original High School Musical, the musical, the series. And that was an all right intro, I think. I'm getting, I'm still, still getting the hang of this. We're back and better than ever here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been, it's been what? A while, I guess, uh, like a year and a half since we were like steadily recording episodes and the last season was airing. Um, so definitely a nice change to get back in the groove, um, but it is really thrilling to have HSM TMTS back on Disney Plus um, and kind of getting to return to these characters after so long. Um, yeah. And it's been kind of a blast. Like, I had such fun <laughs> watching this first episode again. It was again. so cute. I was like, these are all my children and they're back and no time at all has passed in this world. <laughs> I know, right? I was like... I was kind of struck because I didn't really think about, like, the time skip as much because at least in, like, the first High School Musical, like, it's a totally different sort of, um, like, season. Or right, it's, like, right, it's summer, right. of course. And it's like, this is, like, it's been a one. week. <laughs> I know, yeah, and then it's, it's, it's really, um, intense and it really, yeah, it's kind of jarring in the way that it picks right back up, but, um, yeah, very eventful episode, predominantly focused on the main cast and characters that we already know, and so, um... Essentially, we kind of, you know, start with this opening number that's kind of like a like a early 2010s, like, YouTube-esque, like, not obviously not lip sync because it's live performed, but like these kinds of like music videos that you would see, um, which is the song that we've really been seeing pop up in a lot of trailers. And so um, we learned that everyone is going to learn what the new musical is, which everyone already assumes to be High School Musical 2 at the New Year's party at Ashland's, which is also co-hosted by Gina because they live together now. Um, and so throughout the episode, we kind of get to pick up with where all of our favorite characters are at. And so we see Courtney really like setting her intentions for the upcoming year. Um, it is the year of Courtney, I think is what she says or something along those lines. Um, it's very cute. Ashlyn and Gina are now living together. Carlos and Seb are caroling together. They have an established relationship. Um, there's also this kind of ambiguity around Ashlyn and Big Red, uh, which is super interesting because, what is, you know, like I totally huh? forgot. What is Big Red's, like, actual first name? Do we know? You know, I feel like I should have the answer to that. And Let frankly, me, okay, I you, don't remember. You keep talking. Because- I'm going to look it up. Do some Googling. I was yes. going to say, we hear his mom call him Big Red in this episode. Um, but yeah, so we'll kind of, we'll, we'll get there. But yeah, we um, we get to kind of see a lot and pick up with Okay, oh, they We don't know his, okay, they don't know his first name. So he literally on his uh, wiki page, it's unknown Big Red Radonovich Third. Good for him. Red- um, <laughs> Oh my god. Radonovich, okay. Big Red, Love B. that. Love that for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so close. It's um, so close. <laughs> what? <laughs> to be for, for context. My last name, last name is, is... Radulovich. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. <laughs> you could be cousins. Oh my god. Uh, remove, distantly removed. Distantly. Um, but... Yeah, so we pick up with a lot of this, and of course the central conflict is really um, Nini being unable to tell Ricky that she's leaving for the Youth Actors Conservatory, and so we see this popping up um, quite a lot through the episode as Ricky kind of like inadvertently is twisting the knife for her um, and making it extremely difficult for Nini to tell him that she is actually leaving for Denver. Um, 
And then in terms of other sorts of things, we see Miss Jen uh, being Miss Jen. Um, she is preparing to do High School Musical 2, actually, until she runs into an old flame and um, recently his- returned kind of like prodigal son um, drama man who's come back to North High to direct their production of The Little Mermaid. His name is Luke, right? Mm, is it Luke? I do believe it is Luke. Okay, sorry, I'm so bad with names. I know how his face looks like because I had a, I had, I went on like a spiritual journey to figure out whether I found this man handsome or not. Um, and I think the consensus at the end, I was like, yeah, I think I, I do find him cute. Anyway, yeah, that's. I'm really happy for that. Thank for you. you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, am I gonna find another white dude with that same like blondish brown hair? Hot. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I guess. Um, in fact, sorry in fact for everyone has to has to hear this. Um, God, what is his name? I thought it was Zach. It's Zach. No, it is Zach. It is I'm Zach. So sorry. I like have these notes open. Um, I don't. Why did I think Luke? I don't know. Um, you know, I was like, I think eventually. it's a Z. All right, it's um, a Z. I mean, to be fair, I do think Zach and Luke have the same. Energy. energy yeah they take up the like that's the same yeah. kind of name that would fit this man's face yeah yeah absolutely would fit this man's face his real name is Derek. uh the actor that name. also fits this face <laughs> yeah um but but anyways miss jen and carlos run into zach Set. um at a thrift store who is also preparing for the spring musical um and it's in that moment that things really kind of change. So Miss Jen becomes aware of the Menkes, the Alan Menken Awards for high school theater. Um, and in essence, decides to change the game plan. So instead of relying on the high school musical canon, which I do believe she says something about like how it's not going to actually get them through um, this kind of competition. They have to do like a Menken musical. Yeah, they like specifically um, have to do an Alan Menken <laughs> musical, which is hilarious. Right. Yeah, and so they they go back to Beauty and the Beast, which I had actually forgotten this, but they had already done at East High. Yeah, and I I remembered when she pulls out the Nini had been a fork, and I had forgotten that that was such like a kind of a pivotal like right. Nini was like I played a fork, and now I really want to be Gabriella, you know. Um, and so they decide to fall back on this, and so really at um this New Year's party at Ashland's, things really come to a head. Everybody is sharing resolutions um they learn that the musical is going to be beauty and the beast and nini in front of everybody tells well tells everybody and also ricky that she's leaving for denver the following day and so everything kind of busts wide open at the end of this episode and so we haven't really met a lot of the new characters aside from zach um we still have at least like four more right, kind of additions to the cast yeah, french guy dreamer wanderlust dude and also um the, the blonde girl mm-hmm. um and then uh roman banks's character too that works at uh big red's family right, right, shop. Right. and so um much to think about lot going on but i think in terms of like really kind of recentering ourselves and getting back to these characters this was really kind of nice because it it really just checks in on everybody um and reestablishes kind of all of the stakes um for this upcoming season notably nini's departure for denver i okay first of all to everyone listening out there who is in a relationship or would like to be in a relationship do not do what nini did and do not and like just not tell your partner about a big life change that's happening (laughs) until the day before 
Uh, yeah. That's just that's just not great. Communication always always over communicate when in doubt. Just just keep talking. Like, damn, Nini. I know it's a that's such a common like especially high school media thing where it's like I don't want to tell them because I'm afraid. I know they'll get upset. I mean that was basically what the plot of High School Musical three when Gabriella was like. I got into Stanford. Right. Something. I think, yeah, um, the stakes feel so high when you're in high school, but like, man, you gotta kind of follow your dreams is where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, and you gotta communicate, <laughs> Which is man. not very romantic, but, um, yeah. you know. And in terms of following your dreams, we really see another character kind of stepping up and getting into this really goal-setting attitude, which is thrilling to see. Um... But Courtney has really at the top of the episode, um, we have this brief, maybe maybe it's only like a 30 second sort of aside of her kind of making a vision board um, mm-hmm. that features a lot of notable women. I think like we have we have that one of those re- like really iconic pictures of Beyonce. Yes. Um, and then which I believe is from the Coachella performance. I should know that like for sure. But, <laughs> um so we have Beyonce, we have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, I think I saw Oprah on there. Oprah I think I saw Greta there. Thunberg. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more. Who was it? I made a note. Oh, Michelle Obama, Obama of yes. course. Um, and then Courtney, like right in the middle. And it's a very like hashtag goals, like um, manifesting my life sort of thing. Um, but it's very, it's very cute and like t- fun to see. Like, of course, all these notable women um, on a board. And in this very, like, sort of particular kind of, I would almost say, like, Pinterest-y sort of style. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's cute. And I mean, like, personally, I think we talked about this a lot last season, too. Um, I am hoping that, like, with Nini's absence, yeah, we get to I see think, a lot I, more Yeah, I hope Courtney, Courtney. kind of grows into her own arc and, like, steps out from not just being Nini's supportive best friend. Like, we all, we always got hints that she had more going on, but, like, she was very much like, Nini, I'm here to offer you emotional support and advice. Right, exactly. And I think, like, she, yeah, like you said, her character kind of got pigeonholed into that. And there were mm-hmm. a lot, there were some moments where, like, oh, when we realized that Courtney can really, really, really sing. Um, or, of course, when she's, like, owning costumes and everything like that. Um, but I am really excited to, like, see her character kind of get to step out of that role of, like, <laughs> being Nini's best friend um, and do a lot more. And I think, like, per, I read some of the episode sort of summaries and previews for the upcoming things, and she's going to be trying out for the show, which is Hell extremely, yeah. extremely exciting. Um, so I'm super, super excited to see, like, what is in store for Courtney this season. I feel like I have always wanted more from her character. Yes. And she's, like, one of my faves. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, in terms of other sort of stuff, too, like, we've got a lot of sort of potential for Gina here as well. Oh, like, she has yes. this, like, adorable moment with, in, in Ashlyn's room, where she's like, the girl who has never had a sleepover is now going to have hundreds of them every single night in a oh. roll. Or in a roll. In, in, a, in, row. A, in a row. Uh, but, like, no biggie. Like, it's chill. Like, I'm chill oh, about I it. I love Gina so much. She deserves the best. I hope Gina is Belle. I think Gina deserves to be Belle. Um, yeah um but yeah so gina gina and ashlyn are living together now gina like there's definitely like a moment where she like 
met eyes with Ricky across the room, and it was super. There were like a few of them. It was intense. There were like a couple like really pointed eye contact yeah. shots. So okay, honestly, I like my secret hope, and I know this is blasphemy. I think Nini should dump Ricky because Nini should follow her dreams, as we've established. And I think Ricky and Gina should get together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's all I'm like, saying. That's all I'm saying. I feel like less invested in like Rini versus Rena or like right. any kind of like ship dynamics at this point. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder if they would like bring like the Rena vibes back in this season. Um, right. Because I know at least for a while, like Ricky and Nini are really like going for long distance. And also like there's, well, there's a lot happening with Ricky too. Like at the top of this episode, I think like a lot of his dialogue is very funny Um, in terms of him in one of his like camera asides being like, I am never breaking up with Nini ever again. Oh my God. He's very <laughs> dramatic. Extremely um, dramatic. So dramatic. The other thing about Ricky is that they're trying so hard to be like, wow, Ricky, you're a fabulous singer. You're so cool to like kind of like put him on an equal level as Olivia Rodrigo, as if she is not like the biggest breakout star of this show. And it's just it's just very pointed, like, wow, Ricky, you're better than Harry Styles. Wow. Sean Mendez could never it's funny because I don't know and if it's I think like, there's like a third one or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like to me it doesn't read as like so intentional because I assume this was filmed like before Driver's License Fair. was released. Like obviously like written and filmed before Driver's License was released. So like I don't think even the, you know, because it was always like after the first season, I think, um, you know, they were really like touting both Olivia and Joshua right, as right, like right. A, a songwriting team, but both, you know, having written songs for the show and stuff like that but i think it's it's kind of funny like the very pointed like ricky like what a pop boy like there's well after after ricky gives nini his his christmas gift um she's like wow like harry styles could never and i think it's big red after ricky's bet on his yes which we're gonna circle back on because we have to talk about it um is like you know calling him like sean mendez like you look like sean mendez you sing like sean mendez um and it's like it's just fair, really funny I know. well and joshua bassett like does have like an amazing voice i really yeah, like his yeah. voice um but it's yeah it's so funny like these extremely pointed references that because they, the, i mean the thing that's funny to me is they don't do this to literally anyone else on the show it's just i mean we don't know because it's just been one episode but like the fact right. that it was like two times in one episode and i'm like all right all right everyone i, I get it we love ricky cool good for good for you right well, he's like, I kind of, I kind of get it in that, like, uh, you know, it's sort of like, a, oh, your fave could never, you know, like, <laughs> like, I, I do, I do understand some of it, but it's, that was, like, super, super it's, funny it's to funny. me, but, like, Ricky, I mean, like, to talk about Ricky, poor, poor Ricky, um, poor Ricky. everything is going right in his life, I feel like, or, he, like, he's finally found some stability, and then it's, like, a one-two punch of his dad being, like, yeah, so we're gonna downsize to a smaller apartment, and then Nini, like, not being able to tell him that she's leaving, because, because he's finally kind of got this vibe going on, mm-hmm. and then it is completely upended in the span of a single episode, um so but i think like this is also such a different ricky than we saw at the top of season one especially and like i I I think think he's gonna make it yeah i think a big thing also is he has like this support network now because he i mean it's not like he didn't have friends he had big red but like now there's like like a 
found family. Yeah. And he has a hobby to throw himself into that he's not he that he genuinely likes and isn't just doing because he wants to impress Nini. Um, exactly. So I think that's good and healthy, and hopefully he will. They'll he'll he'll make it. I believe in I believe in Ricky. Right. We've we've seen him gone through like from like straight guy thrust into the theater. Yeah. Um. <laughs> to to like bona fide sort of theater kid and yeah. um. Speaking speaking of um, straight guys in theater, um, there's a really like funny moment with Miss Jen and Carlos and Zach, not Luke, Zach, 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 um, <laughs> where Miss Jen is like giving the backstory of like this this guy, um, and I think she's literally like. I was the star of our theater program. He was a lacrosse player. I finally like begged him to try out for for guys and dolls, and they starred opposite each other. And then in the span of like a single year, he is like getting a full ride scholarship to NYU Tisch. Mm-hmm. Um, which a I just thought of this really poignantly sort of references like um, Troy's Troy. art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, God, oh my God, he's Troy. He's yeah, a Troy homage. He's a Troy. <gasps> realization live on live on podcast literally oh my god sports guy pulled into the theater gets a huge does i honestly it's been years since i've seen high school musical three i think i might have only seen it once does he take the juilliard scholarship? no he does not take the juilliard scholarship because it ends up going to ryan and kelsey because they said oh. there was only going to be one but then they were like surprise ryan and kelsey who we shoved the two like two gay characters together in a, in a, <laughs> just to be like oh yeah they're yeah they're, they're totally ears. straight um, um and, but okay, troy well, ends up troy off. ends up going like literally last minute in a in like in a way that college acceptances just don't work announces that he's going to berkeley uh so that he can be close to gabriella because it's only it's like not super duper far away um, oh, so. oh yeah, because she she does go to Stanford, right? She does go to Stanford, yes. For uh, a second, I thought you meant Berkeley College of Music. No, no, no. Like, he goes to Berkeley, UC Berkeley. Yeah. Um, and then poor Sharpay ends up going to the University of New Mexico, and I just like, I think Sharpay deserves better. Did I, did you ever see Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure? We should watch Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. We should. We should do an episode of Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. I feel yes. like I only. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I, I don't know if I'm so remembering either. like seeing promos for it. I remember but, seeing promos, but I, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I was. Gonna I say mean, well, like, I I said I don't think I've seen it as if I I I like I haven't seen it. I know I haven't seen it. Yeah, I have no conscious memory of watching Sharpay's fabulous <laughs> adventure. <laughs> um, we'll table that for a rainy day. We yes. absolutely should watch it. Um, where were we coming from? Oh, we were coming from 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 Zach. Zach. Um, and she literally like I think. I think Carlos has a line about like straight men in the theater. Like yes. he joins and then like like it's funny because I think in a lot of high school theater programs, obviously it's probably not true across the board, but there is often such a dearth of like guys yeah. willing to join the theater program. And like you I think this is a familiar trope. Like there's this oh my god, I, I wish I could remember the user's name on TikTok right now. I'm gonna try to find it like right in this moment. Um, but there's this TikTok user who makes these these point of view um tiktoks uh that's like this very oh okay it's emily evans so e-h-m-i-l-y evans is is um her username and she has this actually it's beauty it's a beauty and the beast point of view series about like this high school putting on beauty and the beast and like the most annoying possible girl in the theater program being like oh my well God. 
I have vocal training and I was supposed to be Belle and no one likes me. (laughs) And she's like really obnoxious. But the point is the, the beast character, I believe in this like point of view series is like, a guy who's like just doing his first show <laughs> right and so like i think this is a very familiar sort of trope um and i think it was so funny to like kind of see that reference in this character who is now like has an agent and he was a starfish in the little mermaid and now he's coming back and getting like buckets of money to put it on at a high school yep. um and so I think, like, the existence of this man's character is deeply, deeply funny to me. And I really cannot wait to see where it goes from there. Yes. He just looks like some fun hijinks. I know. Um, okay, wait. Speaking of fun hijinks, we didn't put this in our notes, but I just remembered my favorite gag of this entire episode is when everyone is gathering at Ashland's and they're like, ha ha! What's this musical going to be? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because they all think it's going to be High School Musical too. but EJ genuinely yeah. does not know what the musical is. <laughs> and EJ he's, might- like, he's, like, growing a beard, and he's like, yeah, like, I, I might keep the beard, because you never know, like, like if we're doing Les Mis, like, who is, uh, did he say Valjean or Javert? I yeah, can't remember. Jean Valjean. Yeah, he's like, Valjean needs a beard, and then, like, Ashley, I think, like, gives him a look, like, you, like, what? Like, obviously, it's High School Musical too. I know. Well, it's funny because, like, oh my god. Okay, I I gotta say, like, I'm pro EJ at this point. I, think I love EJ, EJ. Had like a very lovely arc in the first season. Um, he's like, I love that he's on like a social media hiatus. God. Um, when we see him again I in this episode, he's so... he he comes in and he's like, yeah, I was like volunteering with like the water polo team at a soup kitchen, and then we're like, oh, you gonna post about it? And he's like, no, I don't, I don't post anymore because we saw EJ get canceled. In yeah, we <laughs> we don't one. even know why. I don't like. No, we, it was because. <laughs> It was because he was being too honest. He decided to like share like every single thing he felt bad about on Instagram. Remember? Oh my god. Um. Anyways, EJ as a character fascinates me. Also, like, oh my god, the the poor guy being like, "Well, I'm gonna go to Duke." I feel like EJ has jinxed himself. I think in this EJ's first not episode. gonna. Get I think he's not Duke. gonna get into Duke. Um. Just... I mean, okay, one of the things I do love about this show is that you have these characters that would normally, especially in a Disney Channel sort of thing, be the bad guys, and that is that is Gina and um and EJ, EJ. and also, honestly, also, on, eh, honestly also Mr. Mazzara. But then you they they like they're nice, like they are our friends. Like we love EJ, we love Gina. Mr. Mazzara is chill now. Like right, it's 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 just a good time, and I'm so I, I'm fully convinced that Arden, we're gonna like bond with north high by the end of this i know somehow. well and i think i think like yeah we kind of had their like very very short quote-unquote like villain arcs and i also think that's yeah. gonna those roles are gonna be like filled by um lily so, olivia yeah, rose yeah. keegan's character who is like a love rival b apparently highly competitive according mm-hmm. to her character description and so like but i do agree like i think like this show does a great job of like being very very empathetic to characters that could be like in other properties they'd be like very one like note. A, because yeah. what like sharpay went through like like i swear like 10 million different character redemptions and it was like and then the next movie started and she was back to being the main girl and it was like all right like right well and i think that's like that's such testament because you're so testament to it because we have like sharpay redemption campaigns like every single year on yeah. like i swear to god once or twice a year like sharpay was right or like sharpay yeah. deserved better like trends um trends online and so like yeah i do think that's something that like this show does a really good job of and um 
I'm excited to like kind of see where these new characters that are kind of filling those quote unquote villainous roles um, are going to end up over the course of this season Yep. too. But something else I want to talk about from that New Year's party that you made me think about was um, them showing up in like Uggs. I think Carlos is like, wow, <laughs> Ashlyn, like you are a vision in Uggs. And then there's like a dig where it's like, I am so envious that you could show up to a party in like comfy clothes I or know, something like that. And Carlos. she's like, no, I'm in 2007 like period outfits. And like, oh my God, that like, that like hurt me a little. I guess it doesn't hurt me that much because I was like, what, like 10 years old? Yeah, I wasn't You're, that like, old either. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I don't know what I was wearing in 2007. I was wearing like Henley tees and like, I think I had Uggs probably. I did a lot um, of, um leggings underneath skirts and stuff yes so. oh my god the layer did you ever do the like where you'd have a tank top and you'd like yes. pull it down like past your hips and then something on top of that i don't know if like, i i i would do like tank tops over like long sleeve shirts a lot that like oh yeah layered disney channel um <laughs> protagonist look i know it's funny it's kind of meta to see it like referenced in this way because i yeah. swear to god like the disney channel like fashion crimes from the late yep. 2000s and early 2010s really defined teenage style mm-hmm. um during that era like i think i guess shake it up was a little later but like right. shake it up like did have some fashion crimes <laughs> i think <laughs> stuff like that but um yeah that and like the 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 line that miss jen and carlos have um at the thrift store where they're like well you could usually just go to old navy but it's a period piece <laughs> and they're right they are right wow the passage of time man I yeah know. it's like whenever i go on tiktok and people are like nostalgic they're like i wish i could have been a teenager in the 2010s and i'm like do you know when i i'm like at the the youngest possible sort of age i think for like to see like nostalgia bait tiktok videos from like mm-hmm. when i was in high school but i saw one that was like high school in 2014 and i was like no no that's hilarious (laughs) um but it's whatever we're all doomed to become i love it so much because i i I feel like the thing that i don't know like on one hand i know people are just like oh my god it makes me feel old but i'm just like oh i'm looking back now and i'm like huh these are like cool like things that i didn't appreciate back then and now i'm like they're like cute and fun and i can look back on my high school years and be like haha that wasn't totally terrible we did this stuff so (laughs) i i for one welcome the passage of time and getting a healthy perspective to look back on my life and being like yeah some things were actually good some things were actually good i know it's kind of it's kind of fun did i lose you palmer (laughs) no i'm here i'm here i thought you were gonna be like okay patrona no no that's wonderful i mean like i think i'm like since I'm younger, I'm not oh quite. Th- no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it is. It is really fun though to kind of like, I don't know, see see these things that we remember. Wait, hold on. I have I have a theory. So this is like so tangentially not related. I mean, it kind of is, but I have a theory that yourself five years, specifically five years ago, is the one that you find the most cringy, and everything like, like within the five year bracket you can still look back and you're like oh okay haha that was cute and fun and then everything after like longer than five years ago you were like oh i was such a little blah 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 like i can look on this family but that five year is like specifically like oh man i was honestly the worst human being in the world and then i don't know like i I just because like right now i look back on what i did in my early like my 1920s age and i was like oh my gosh i was so pretentious and trying too hard but then like 
a few years ago I was looking back on like my high school self and being like oh my gosh she was so awful and like cringy but now I'm like oh she was so cute she wore her Harry Potter tie everywhere that's so oh adorable God. even though that like doesn't make sense anymore so I don't know that's that's just my little theory of nostalgia um maybe I'll write it into a into a thesis one day theory of cringe yes my theory I, of cringe personally I I'm in an era of idealizing my 17-year-old self in order mm. to um, cope with my present inadequacies. Right. Uh, but I do think that is kind of funny. Like, like at a certain point, I think you're right in the sense that, like, at a certain point, like, these bygone eras and stuff, like, looking back on it becomes very fun. And it is, like, really, f- like, what I was saying before was, like, it is really fun to kind of see, like... I don't know, things that we remember, like, 2007, um, you know, even, like, 2015 kind of get that sort of nostalgia treatment through mm-hmm. music, through media, through fashion. Like, I don't know, Gina's wearing, like, an Ed Hardy tee. I'm sure, like, people still wear Ed Hardy tees, and I, I know people still wear Uggs. Um, but it is really fun to kind of, like, yeah see all that spoofed on and, and I think the parodied. important thing to remember is that at one point in your life you will find what you're doing exactly at this moment to be cringy and then mm-hmm. you won't so just do whatever the heck you want I mean within limits of course but <laughs> right right once um, you accept everything is cringe then nothing is cringe yeah if everyone's if everyone's cringe then no one is um anyway but- uh, let's go to our last topic, which is how they managed to stuff in a bunch of High School Musical 2 favorites into this episode as a concession for not actually doing High School Musical 2. Yeah, this is where we have to talk about Bet On It. Um, and apparently, <laughs> Joshua Bassett actually, like, did some interviews somewhat, like, specifically ar- around, or, or somebody, like, peeled it from a previous interview, um... But talking about, like, doing that bet on it scene. Oh and you can actually listen to Joshua Bassett sing bet on it um, in full. And But there's this hilarious, like, like it's cringy, but, like, in a, like, endearing way um, mm-hmm. scene where Ricky is performing bet on it for Big Red. And he's, like, doing the thing. Like, he's, like, doing the jumps. Oh, my he God. He is doing the weird hand motions. Like... Like bet on it is such a such a cultural artifact, and it's very fun to see it brought to life in this sort of way. Oh wait, okay, so I have a I have a story about High School Musical two specifically. I don't know why. Like me and my sister and my next door neighbor decided that one day one summer we were going to film all of the songs from High School Musical two. It did not end up happening, but we did rehearse "Fabulous" by the Poolside, um, a lot. And I was Ryan. My neighbor was Sharpay because she could actually sing, and my sister was Troy. Which meant that my sister also did bet on it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, like for emphasis, my sister is a very tiny girl and was even more tiny. And I guess that must have been 2008 or 2007. So just like this tiny little child running around doing bet on it. <laughs> huge vibes. Huge vibes. Um, yeah, I think it is really like uh, probably the weirdest like and I say that in, like, a very endearing sort of way, like, the weirdest performance yes. in all of the high school musical kids. Well, yeah, well, there's, like, that other, like, really trippy Troy song in um, HSM3 where, like, the walls are spinning. But I think Bet On It, like, is really something that's always kind of come back. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if people remember the um, Bet It Go when, like, Frozen came out. Oh, my and gosh. people essentially just laid think, let it go over like zach efron yeah i feel like bet, bet on, on it, it gets memed the most 
Yeah. yeah. And I think in that way, it is, like, I, I will die in the hell that I think, like, Bet On It is one of, if not the best song in the high school musical canon. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's it's kind of fun to, like, see it come to life in this way. Um, And so I get yeah. it, like, kind of, like, poke fun on it in the same sort of way. I was going to say that my high school mu- my personal high school musical song canon rating is every single Sharpay song first and then like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then bet on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then bet on it. Yeah. In addition to the the bet on it performance, we also get this really kind of fun little medley. Like, yeah, the medley's adorable. It's I mean, okay, cute. like I mean Fabulous is also an amazing song. And I so, love of course, Fabulous get, like, so much. Yeah, to have Seb um yes. singing Fabulous like at the piano is very, very fun to me. And I think it's funny where like um it starts with Ashlyn and Gina singing You're the Music and Me, right? Which is like so Woo-hoo! like like I I cry. There's like that harmony that's the when you dream there's a chance yeah, to fly. I love and that. I was like, Oh my god. You know? after, um, happy and after after. And then you get, of course, it's so funny because it's like this community scene and then it's like Ricky and Nini and like everything fades away. And I was like, ah, right, 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 right. Yes, um, they are the, they are the primary couple here. They are the ones. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cute and like fun to see those homages. And I'm like really looking forward to seeing what, like, A, if we're, if this was just like, all right, here's all the HSM2 stuff you're gonna get like this is it and i feel like that's probably how it's gonna go and then we're right. gonna see like the reimaginings of all these sorts of um beauty and the beast beauty and the beast songs but i'm so excited i do think it was that. i know me too i do think it's kind of fun to like a proving that this this series can like stand on its own two legs without um like relying on it high school yeah. musical canon like if Absolutely. that makes sense um while also like really continuing to pay homage to that and i think like this first episode does a lot of good work in terms of like maintaining that sort of core theme while also transitioning into like the brand new sort of yeah. season so yeah i'm excited it's gonna be fun love some beauty and the beast love some alan menken i was looking at um alan menken's full list of musicals to see um what some other um high schools competing in the menkes could pull from and it looks fun Someone mm-hmm. might do the sister act or or the hunchback of Notre Dame, my oh personal my, oh. favorite Disney movie. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on here. A lot Little of good stuff. Of horrors Somebody... too. God, I always forget that's <laughs> Helen Menken. Um, I, I actually did I I probably I have to have talked about this on the podcast like a year ago. Um I did Little Shop of Horrors. Nice. And when I was a freshman and they it was one of those like obviously it's such a small cast, so right. they made a chorus, but I was in the I was in the chorus singing like downtown downtown anyways i love Amazing. little shop of horrors um alan minkin also i believe did tangled the series um yes, which i will talk about at a much later date on this podcast yes <laughs> anyways um but yeah i think that's kind of everything we wanted to to chat about right yeah. is there anything any other lingering thoughts you had no nah, good good first episode of the season Nice to see all the faves. Poor Big Red working at his family's pizza shop. I hope that he and Ashlyn get to spend some time together. Oh my god, wait, we didn't talk about their kiss. Oh, right! Okay, yeah, they were like... (laughs) So cute! Oh my god! They're... It's like at midnight and then something like ruins it, you know? Yeah. It's like Troy and Gabriella all through High School Musical (gasps) 2. Oh my god, the New Year's thing. 
I feel like such a little scrub for not like thinking about. Oh my, you're right. It's a new year. Wow, yeah. Wow, it all comes back. So many layers here, truly. Yeah. Um, it is so. It is like so cute though. Um, and like him like dousing himself in cologne, Mm -hmm. like. EJ comments on that, and I was like, let the guy live. I let know. him live. Let him have a kiss. And, like, Ashlyn has a whole thing where she's like, I, I just, just want to know what our relationship is, you know? This cast is, like, so damn endearing. And, like, every time I think about a different character for more than three seconds, I'm like, no, actually, EJ is my fave. And I'm like, no, actually, it's Big Red. And they're just really cute. And I love them. I know. And they're my children. And I'm going to adopt all of them. <laughs> right. I think it's really impressive that, like, over the course of the first season, too, they really managed to do a lot of good work on like all of these characters and kind of and their relationships like... too yeah yeah exactly um and yeah excited for the season ahead god i hope ej gets into duke that setup makes me think he's I, not I, gonna I, get that into is duke. so ominous um but he he will grapple with the consequences and he will be fine uh yes. another another firm held belief is that even if you don't get into your dream college uh or go to your dream college you're gonna be fine absolutely you know? so. i did not get into my dream college and you know what things worked out real well <laughs> yeah we turned out okay we went to state yeah. schools we turned yeah. out okay we're like shape we went to the the university of new mexico, mexico. Um, we did not go to the university of we Me- didn't go to mexico anyways um yeah but uh I guess see everyone next yeah, week uh, and follow we'll be talking- us on Twitter at sorry I didn't mean to cut you off there HSMTMTS podcast yeah um we'll be more active there in the coming weeks and if you want you can always send us an email that we have linked in our Twitter bio I believe um but yeah listen to us wherever mostly wherever you find your podcasts mm-hmm. and Thanks so much, everyone. See you next yeah, week. You are the music in we. Uh, how long <laughs> were you sitting on that? Oh, my God. I literally came up with that two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.